This is dedicated to the that was down from day one. Welcome to Magnificent Vibes. Like we always do about this time. <laughs> Welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, a.k.a. MVP. Where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's season six premiere episode, we're going to talk about the NBA. Will an asterisk be put on whoever is crowned the 2020 NBA championship? We'll have the answer for you shortly. Also, we're going to be discussing the Last Dance documentary. What a great documentary. And then we the board to talk about some of our favorite moments from that doc. Also, we have a special segment, a special Theos Face segment. The best and worst of picnic, congregation picnic, barbecue food. And also, we have our Zoom meeting do's and don'ts. And of course, we got awards to give out. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy Season 6. Yo, what up? What up? It's been a long time, man. We should have left so long. <laughs> we shouldn't have left you without a dope pod to step to. What's up, my brother? What is going on, man? Everything is up. Everything. My fellow, is up. my fellow essential worker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm surprised you ain't got COVID by now, dude. I'm kind of surprised too. Real talk. <laughs> I just knew I was going to get it. Like, I could use two weeks off. <laughs> did you get the stimulus too? I, yes. Yes, I did. I did. You know, that went, that went straight to the bank. That's, that's right. Gonna, that's going to get eaten up by, by home stuff anyway. <laughs> right, right. I got, right. I got some hero pay too because you know I'm a hero. Oh, really? Yeah, out here keeping the community supplied with, with, with alcoholic adult beverages. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, gotta keep everybody happy, man. That's what the spirits do, you know. Yeah. Brings the joy. Exactly, we need it, man. We need it. Hey man, I know it's been a long time, man. So I gotta ask, how is Sydney still with us? Sydney is still with us. Good. Sydney's good. still still with us, man. <laughs> I had to ask, man. Hey man, fourteen, about to be fourteen this year, man. He, he hanging in there, man. Woo, man. He, he hanging in there. I did get worried though, cause. At first, with the coronavirus, they were saying that pets wouldn't get affected by it. But then later on, they reported a few pets, a few dogs that had got COVID. And uh, it was really because everyone in the family had COVID and it spread it to the dog. So the dog ended up with COVID too. So animals can get it too, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was kind of like wondering i'm like how how, how they test the animals like i don't know if you saw them test that tiger in the bronx zoo I'm like, i did i I'm did like, how, how is a tiger in the bronx zoo getting a covid test and i know i know cats with asthma that couldn't get a covid test exactly how, who, who looks for that oh mr whiskers is acting tired today i think i heard a cough let's 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 do a swab on him it's like who, how hard is it to get up on a tiger 
Like Childish Gambino said, this is America. And it was swab test. But hey man, so much has changed since our last show. A lot. It's like we did our last show, man, and now and within three months, man, the world has been turned upside down. Man, Dr. Shapaz had all these predictions, man, and I know. <laughs> none of them are gonna come true. I know. Hey, well, maybe, maybe. We'll well, see. We don't know. We don't know. We'll the, see. The, 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 the NBA's still working on it, but we'll see. Yo, so we'll, real quick, shout out to any brothers who've worn basketball shorts with their suits <laughs> over the past 10 weeks, like myself. <laughs> Remember, Jehovah still sees you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know, shout out. Shout out to all those pioneers who are about to get removed from the pioneer list. <laughs> but then COVID came through and changed everything. So the brand said, hey, don't worry about getting that time. Y'all can stay on. <laughs> Shout out to them. They might rebound next year. They might <laughs> rebound. They might rebound oh, next year. Almost definitely. Y'all didn't have a break. Yeah. Um, uh, shout out. Shout out to all the brothers who've been breaking Caesar's laws and going out getting haircuts. Oh, I got a lot to say about that. I really Yo, do, man. but but I, I be I be I be on the Zoom, man. I'm seeing way too many fresh cuts out there. Way too many fresh cuts. It's it's like me and only one brother who are truly not getting our haircuts, man. I'm walking around looking like Childish Gambino right now, dude. It's <laughs> it's, it's, it's the struggle is real. I'm seeing Ooh. brothers. I'm, I'm seeing brothers out here fresh fresh linings, man. The fresh hey hey and, and, and shout out to those brothers. Who been having a wives cut their hair, man? One brother who shall remain nameless. He's a he, he's a good friend of ours, man. I'm gonna just say it and just edit it later, man. Our friend, man, his wife been cutting his hair. I saw him on the meeting last night, man. Look like his wife been cutting his hair with fire, man. Hey, yo, you know Rodney, what? he was looking he was looking forward, but his 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 lining was looking to the side. <laughs> like, man, I ain't trying. I ain't feeling this head no more. <laughs> I'm about to jump on somebody else's head. <laughs> <laughs> his lining, his lining was looking at the camera to the left, man. Like, what camera am I on? <laughs> Oh man! Shout out. <laughs> looking at the camera, his haircut. Looking at the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I I gotta lay off. Man. He 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 supports me, man. Every now and then, so I, I can't go I can't go too hard on my boy. Right, I ain't gonna go too hard. I, I'm a, but I'm a but but I will say this, man. Before you get to your next shout out, I did do a special. I did a, a social media um, show actually with another barber you know you do you know wayne by any chance um wayne i, I feel like i do um, he's a barber too he actually works for floyd's too but, I, I know uh, him I know yeah shouts out to wayne. Is wayne yeah Dwayne. yeah yeah shouts out to, to 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 wayne for doing this show with me uh i actually me and him did a show on instagram where we were featuring we wanted people to send us their quarantine haircuts and uh 
we we roasted them live so it was it, it turned out to be a really funny show man and not gonna be able to do it going <laughs> it was like it was a brother it was a brother that will re- remain nameless because you don't know him a lot of other people would have, that probably listen to the podcast don't know him but he chimed in on the show and actually had his wife on the show with him telling him about has telling us how his wife jacked up his haircut but it was his fault because he said he had he said his wife went to Simeon right and it's all about she used to cut Derrick Rose head back in 07 and all this other stuff right he, he was like okay <laughs> I give you a ch- yeah I used to cut folks head so I, I give him a chance she you know she said she lined him up and he was like oh man that, that's decent you know and then he's like but you can you can you just touch up the side this way he messed up that he asked her to touch up the side man she went up too far man he ended up having to get it all cut off dog oh wow he said they was up for two and a half hours man clippers getting hot (laughs) 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 she she falling she falling asleep in the middle of the haircut it is it was hilarious dude i was crying laughing yeah, my wife, she said she don't want me going out like that, man. So just just go along. Shout out to the wives point, that that don't do it. At this point, I'm I'm so used to it being long now. It's not even it's not even a big issue. Um, and lastly, man, you've rocked your hair different, you know, styles. And you know, you always had you always switched it up, you know. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could twist it, man. But we, I know certain brothers <laughs> will have problems with that. <laughs> but um, shot, lastly, lastly. Shout out to all those beard warriors out there, man. I hope this I hope this quarantine is gonna help y'all get it out your system. Yeah, I don't want to hear no more excuses after this quarantine. I don't want to see nobody with no freshly trimmed, freshly lined up beards, man. Like that that's it. That's it. I don't want to see it no more. Honestly, I feel like that to me that's shady anyway. You know what I mean? Like why why Grow a beard. Grow a beard when you go into the hall. Why you gotta wait till a quarantine to happen for you to be courage, courageous enough to grow a beard? Well, because no one's gonna hassle you about it. Like you know, I, I, I'm me personally. I'm not pro beard and I'm not anti beard. I'm not either. I'm not either. I'm just. I'm just for whatever's gonna cause the least amount of drama. Whatever's not gonna stumble people. That's what I'm for. That's you know, what if I'm it's for not, too. If it's, not, if it's not gonna stumble people, you know, have at it. Um, right. You know, but you know, I'm not into making arbitrary rules that, that have no real scriptural basis. But, but like you said, if if you're going to be, if you're going to do that, commit to it. You know, what I mean? right? Just commit to it. Come out of the quarantine and keep it. Like, like, it, it, I mean, why cut it now? You didn't went this far. You didn't grown it out. So you got it to the point where you, you know, got it nicely brushed and everything. Got waves in it. Got you yeah, know so designs in it. Yeah, hopefully you got it. You know. Hopefully you get it out of your system. Um, I'm not. If I see a brother on going with a beard, I'm not. You know, that's not my call to make. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's not. It's not. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is, man. Oh, uh, I got a special shout out to. Um, I want to shout out all these friends. You know, and it's not necessarily a shout out. It's just a reminder. We we getting all this information about emergency contacts and, and keeping your PDA your DPA updated, man. Man, keep your stuff updated. Keep your stuff yes. updated, please. Like, yes. get it will make things so much easier. It it, got, it really will. You got brothers on there. You got signatures from brothers who died five years ago. <laughs> 
you know. <laughs> hey man, this uh, ain't gonna hold up in court, y'all. No, it's not. No, it's not. Get him updated. Do the best <laughs> you can. And and all and, and getting back to the whole haircut thing, you know, these brothers just getting haircuts, man. Y'all wrong, man. I'm, I'm gonna just say that all seriousness. You know, it's be people's lives at stake. People losing family members, and for you to not take this seriously, um, because I, I I have not cut a single head in three months. Wow. And I was and, surprised. I thought I thought I was like, man, maybe Rodney taking. I'm like, maybe Rodney taking. Uh, you know, you know, some some side business, some some private appointments or something. No, man. I was man. asking my wife that. She's like, she's like, yeah, but she was like, you don't know, you don't know where he been. No, exactly. Like, you don't know if I got COVID. I might have it, and I might not even know it. I haven't got a test. I got tested yet. So, like, like I said, man, I, I have not taken any drastic measures with this 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 virus. I've not cut a single head. You are a hero, Rodney. You are. A hero. I appreciate that, man. Hey, Lori, you know, Lori Lightfoot needs to give you a medal. <laughs> and JB Pritzker <laughs> and Doctor Ezekiel. Ezekiel. But yeah, man, like it's to me, it makes me upset. And the reason why I'm gonna tell you the reason what's contributing to cats getting these quarantine haircuts because, and I talked to Chris about this on on Stayos a few months ago. These barbers don't aren't licensed. Uh, they and if you're not licensed, you won't get the stimulus because they don't have the, the government doesn't have anything on record proving that you are actually in barber shops cutting hair. So there are bar there were barbers that were read were able to register and, and certify for unemployment, but they want your license number when you fill when you fill out those uh, reports. But then you got barbers out there that aren't licensed, and at least seventy five percent of Chicago barber shops have unlicensed barbers in them. And so since they not they, they since they not getting the money from the government. They like shoot. I gotta hustle. I got. I got my. I got. I got a baby mama to take kid. I got a kid to take care of. I got family yeah. to feed. So yeah, they gon. They gonna be cutting out their house when they shouldn't. And you got all these barbers just you know cutting hair at their homes. And honestly, I'm like I'm waiting for the city to open up. I'm not gonna cut until the city open up. And actually, the suburbs is back opened up. Burbank, I don't think is not opened up yet because we're closer. We're like on the outskirts of the city, so yeah, you're right. Still, yeah, so they they still haven't opened up Burbank, and but until they open up the city, that's when I get back to cutting hair at the apartment. But other than that, I've been able to get unemployment, and that's been taking care of me and, and the wifey. So I'm good. Yeah, yeah, but obey Caesar's laws, man. Java bless you, man. And, yeah, be obedient. Know, it, them, it, them customers gonna be there. If the slave is saying, yo, hold off on that, like, then I'm gonna hold off on it. Simple as that, man. And it's just the other the other factor too, is just vanity. I yeah. can't, you know, I can't, I ain't never, I ain't, I ain't used to my hair being looking like this. It's like, Come where, on, man. where are you going? It's like we all kind right. of Right, you're gonna be right at home. Now. You're at home. Like, and then when you go out and you only go into the grocery store, everybody that's at the grocery store are like trash. So what, what, what's gonna mean anything for you to stand out looking good in the grocery store? Right, you gonna you gonna miss you gonna, gonna miss out on all these groupies. I mean, why? why, 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 why <laughs> they at home. They right. they need perms. You know what I mean? Like, what, like what, why are you trying to look good for for these girls? They they need they hair done too. They don't look good. So, 
I, I watched this funny skit. This 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 uh, it was this beautician, and she was like, she was like, all these shops is back opening up. I'm gonna tell y'all one thing. If y'all come in and sit in my chair, and I look at your phone, and somebody text you, uh, how "Have you been?" Oh, you getting out my chair? <laughs> <laughs> how have you been? Yeah. Are you okay? Nope. Nope. Can't get your hair cut. Nope. Can't get your hair done. You gotta get out. <laughs> you might, uh, have that, might have that Rona. Might have yeah, that. might have that Rona. If you look like you're getting ready to cough, you about to sneeze. You got kids. Nope. Don't bring the kids either. Shoot. But uh, another thing that I found out, I'm actually preparing myself uh, to, you know, even if I do start cutting hair back at the apartment, uh, I actually found this on Amazon. They have disposable capes. So, barbers, if y'all listening to this podcast, I'm, I'm, I'm educating y'all here. They have disposable capes because now the laws are the barber side laws is you cannot use the one cape on every client. I was wondering anymore. about that. I was you wondering. Cannot, no, sir. You cannot use one cape on every client. You have to use a different cape for for a different client. So what I found on Amazon is disposable capes. They're plastic capes. They come in a pack of 200, pack of 100, or a pack of 50. Order you some of those. It's a way for them because there's a lot of other barbershops around the city that's getting prepared for the, the city to open back up, and they're ordering them like crazy. But, but order you some. And, I, I might and, start selling my own capes then. Hey, dude. <laughs> do it. Do it. I'm going to make it. them out of Target bags. <laughs> I got plenty of those. Cut a hole in it for the for the, you know and put it around the neck. Get a little next stretch, stretch that handle out to go around the neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And, and barbers, man, y'all better not be dusting nobody face anymore. I don't want to see no du- barber dusters either. That, that's out. That's out. Yeah, you better you better blow on it. <laughs> you better blow it. You better get that blow dryer. <laughs> well, let me wipe my own face, man. Like I can wipe right, my own face. Right, right, some some y'all. We got to make a lot of adjustments, man. Once this, once this is all said and done, so you know, uh, shame on shame on them people that's getting haircuts, man. Because they barbers ain't doing it the safe way. Nah, nah, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, but uh, we gonna get into our show, man. We gonna get it right into it, man. It's been a long time, man. I, I, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. We had a, we didn't, you know, we had a documentary. We got a documentary to talk about. We got some NBA. We got some some uh, NBA to talk about. We got some picnics to talk. Some food to talk about. Man, we got Zoom do's and don'ts. Man, we got a lot to cover. So I'm we're gonna get right into it, man. I don't want to stay on this first topic too long, but I just want to get your opinion on this first topic before we get into our last dance discussion. Uh, and I read this in an article. I don't know if you read it. Shaquille O'Neal came out. Maybe a couple of months when stuff really started shutting down, and he made the comment to shut down the season. He scrap it, start it over. And the reason why is he says to try and come back now and do a rush playoffs as a player. Any team that wins this year, there's an asterisk. There's not going to be. They're they're not going to get respect. Do you agree with Shaq? I disagree with Shaq. I got to respectfully disagree. I mean, like, <laughs> however they come back, however they choose to come back, it's going to be the cream of the crop coming back to play. Like, because at this point, 
we're beyond bringing back all 30 teams and finishing out the regular season. That's that that ship is sailed. So mm-hmm. let's get that out of your head now. What I've been hearing a lot of I've been hearing a lot of suggestions, a lot of you know, uh, hearing a lot of things about the structure, how they're going to bring it back, and it, it sounds doable. It sounds doable. It does, and it still sounds like it's going to be competitive. So like I, I disagree with that. Like like do the night do the Rockets do the Houston Rockets have an asterisk by their championship because Mike was retired? Do do the '99 Spurs have an asterisk because that was a shortened season? Do the 2012 Miami Heat? have an asterisk on their championship because that was a shortened season like no no like because see here's the thing like the way it's going now not only will this season be shortened but next season is going to have to be shortened as well right so that's that'll make two asterisks so it's like (laughs) if if that's the case right so you might as well have two asterisks so players have been kind of complaining about the seasons being too long anyway and Mm -hmm. rona kind of came along and took care of it for them so no i i don't i don't buy into that like you know, I, I'm hearing some commentators say that, but the only reason they're saying that is because what it really is, deep down, they fear that the team they're rooting for might come up short. So they don't want to say that this season really counted. Exactly. I also think that with the whole GOAT conversation, and, and again, we already talked, you know, we're going to address that later, but, uh, you know I, know, I know a lot of Mike fans will use that against LeBron if he wins a title this year. I won't. Me personally. Uh, he still was, ain't gonna have six. <laughs> he still ain't gonna have six. So I'm not gonna be offended. There's a lot of you know, people there was even this notion that the Greek freak, what if the what the Milwaukee Bucks win a championship, but then they don't win a championship any other years after that. Then that'll be an asterisk. It's like why are we talking about this? Why look, is that an issue? Look, we you win a championship. There is clearly an appetite for basketball right now. We saw the ratings at the Last Dance documentary was putting up. There's right. clearly there's clearly a, a appetite for basketball right now because MLB has wet the bed. Yes, they have. Uh, college is still not college. Uh, NFL is still a long way off. So the NBA has a, a chance to just just snatch up a lot of viewers right now, and I'm confident that they're going to find a way to make it work. Now. The way I've been hearing it get explained, I, I can't follow it 100% because, you know, I, it's, you know I, it's easier to, to, to watch how they're going to do it than to have them explain it. But I'm sure whatever they do, real basketball fans are going to tune in. Now, the, right. challenge, the challenge is getting these casual fans, those people who, norm- who aren't like me and you and who normally don't tune in to basketball. But I think they'll eventually, I think they'll fall in line because of the... the like I said, the the, uh, the ratings that the last dance doc put up. So right. the, the job of the NBA commissioner and Adam Silver, his job is to make the product better, to get people yes. to tune in that weren't tuning in before. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident he can, he can make that happen. He's a he's a very yeah. open minded person. He's a very forward thinker. Look at what happened with the all star game when they, when they did the congregate, the aggregate score. I thought that was amazing. And I thought loved it was great. It. Yeah. And everybody loved it. Everyone said, oh, that's the best All-Star game I've seen in years. Everyone loved it. So, you know, sometimes, you know, like they say, uh, um, uh, necessity is the mother of, in- of invention and innovation, mm-hmm. right? And this COVID crisis has, has necessitated a lot of things in the sports world to kind of change. And that's what's going to happen. 
that's what's gonna happen because it's it's i don't think it's gonna go away anytime so the, the actual virus no it's not it's not i mean I, I i said it from jump i think it's gonna be a year from now before an actual vaccine is gonna be you know discovered and even if a vaccine is discovered it's still gonna take time so this might be a two-year process yeah to get it know? to everybody and you know you know some 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 jerk company is gonna try to overcharge for it and then that's gonna be a fight you know. it's gonna be then it's gonna be imitation you know products that you know people are gonna try to you know <laughs> jip people with you know what i mean and this is this is gonna be it's, it's gonna be messy it's gonna be like that movie uh contagion i don't know if you ever seen that no i've been meaning to watch it though everyone keeps talking about it okay i won't i won't spoil it for you but it, it kind of touch on that too it's, it's just like you're gonna get a domino effect of of people you know trying to do whatever it takes to get access to it and uh or or get imitation copies of it, it it's you know it's, it's gonna be garbage but yeah getting back to uh you know the, the the discussion in regards to the asterisk i agree with you man i disagree with shaq um i think it's only going to be an asterisk for people that like you said that are fans of certain teams like for example la like if, you know la lakers you know they lakers fans don't like clippers fans right if the lakers fan if the, if the clippers win a championship the first thing lakers fans gonna say is well yeah you know y'all did it during a, a shortened season you know as an asterisk or you know it, it's really only going to be towards people that hate certain teams or hate don't really like other you know like, like certain players and want to try to find a way to cherry pick cherry pick cherry pick their legacy so honestly i think it's ridiculous you know duncan tim duncan got five rings i'm sorry shaq i'm sorry I think Shaq is more jealous of Tim Duncan, that the fact that Tim Duncan has one more ring than him, and he wants to continue to say, well, Duncan really only won four championships. No, bro, no, you know, no, Duncan won those championships, five legit ones. And they beat you guys to get to maybe a couple yeah. of those championships. So yeah, more don't, important. yeah, so, so again, I, I don't agree with Shaq on that. So. With that said, moving on to our next topic, man. The last dance, man. The last dance, Doc. I've been wanting to talk to you about this for a minute, man. <laughs> I, I know Stayos has been heavy on it, you know, on top of it with the episode by episode analysis. But I'm like, hey, man, we're gonna do it magnificent vibe style, man. We, <laughs> we just gonna we just gonna take away moments from it, man, and it just break down what what stood out to us the most, man. So I'm gonna start with you, man. What were some moments that stood out to you the most? So I wrote down five moments, man, that stood out to me. Because um, what a good documentary does is tell you things that you didn't know before. Exactly. Um, and I have a question I want to ask you about the doc. Uh, at the, when I, well, after I get done with my top five moments. Uh, number five, I got Steve Kerr's backstory. Um, I had no idea that his he came from that kind of background. With his parents being, uh, you know, uh, somewhat activists. Yeah, you know, really trying to make a difference in the world, and and uh, then the presence they had at UCLA, that was very impressive to me. And then the way his dad went out, dang man, that was bogus, that man. Was, and they still was, haven't caught the killers. Yeah, I know, I know. That was that was tragic, man. That was tragic. But it makes sense. It makes sense when you look at Steve Kerr's character and how vocal he is on like social issues. It totally makes sense that that's his background. So I, I thought that was very refreshing to look at. Um, yeah. 
Number four, I love the the, the back information and behind the scenes uh, footage and breakdowns of the 1998 Eastern Conference Finals against the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, that was one of mine. That was one of mine. Um, just, just, just how I know a lot of Chicago fans hate on Reggie Miller, but I, I, I don't. I like Reggie Miller, man. Like, I love Reggie Miller. May, maybe, <laughs> maybe I like Reggie Miller because he also used to torture the Knicks, and you know what they say that that the enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> good way to put it. You know, so I, I like, I like Reggie Miller, man. But you got even behind the scenes, you got to see the respect him and Michael have for each other even after games. I didn't know. I didn't know that, like, for those post-game interviews, that the other team was basically just waiting right behind a curtain. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either, man. I mean, they they literally got to cross hairs after the game. And you see, you know, I love that interaction. You know, the little talk, you know, them talking trash in between. You know, the whole Mike, the Michael uh, Jordan, Larry Bird exchange. Oh, you know, yeah. that that was classic. That was classic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could see myself saying something like that circa 2000. <laughs> yeah, that was great. You know what was amazing about that series, too, is the greatness of Michael Jordan was highlighted in a loss. This man, after Reggie Miller hit that shot, you know, the push off, you know, the push off, which, by the way, that was a true push off, not Mike. And, and, and Byron Russell, which I thought Bob Costa said it perfectly. He put he put to bed that that argument really really well in the documentary. But this man double clutched a three point shot from like way beyond the three point line. Yeah, it almost went in. And it almost went in. And Larry and 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 I love what Jalen Rose had. Jalen Rose was like Jalen was like everybody in that stadium was cheering. But look at Larry Bird, because Larry Bird knew it was still one second left, and he knew that that man, the 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 uh, uh, Jesus, <laughs> Black Jesus, <laughs> was about to get that basketball, and if he would have hit that shot, oh my goodness, that I would have put, I would, I don't know, that probably would have ranked number one, even over the final. This is my opinion, over the final shot over Byron Russell. As far as Michael Jordan's greatest moments, I think that would have eclipsed that because this yeah, stadium is going nuts. I don't yes. know. It would have been up there because of the time left on the clock, but the stakes were higher in the finals. I think the stake was higher in the finals too, though. Yeah. That's that's why it's considered his his greatest shot. But dude, imagine, imagine like dude, a, 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 a millimeter or two, dude. That ball was going through that. Dude. Yeah. It was going in that hoop, dude. Like it couldn't. Do I, I, I can't think of a closer miss. I watched that. Li- I remember watching that live, man, and just like thinking to myself, like, man, like I wanted him to hit that shot so bad because the Pacers was playing us so good that year, and I was like, man, this. And after he hit that shot, I remember saying, "We this series is about to go seven. Like, oh yeah, ain't no way." That. You knew this series was about to go seven after that shot. Yeah, after, they, they, after they that shot didn't go in. Yeah, they pushed the Bulls further than anyone ever did. And on top of that, like another thing, game seven. I mean, the Bulls was like losing in the fourth quarter. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, for for people that say you know Mike's never been under like tremendous pressure in, in, in game sevens, 
there's your evidence right there. Yeah, I don't I don't see LeBron pulling himself out of that hole. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. That was amazing. That was amazing. And I, I just love the uh you know the theatrics, the way they how close up uh, some of the camera angles, you know, I you they use I mean the Pacers, man, they were a big team. I forgot how good that team was, man. They had some monsters on that squad. Yeah. Rick Smith, Chris Mullen, Dale Davis. And a, a Kalen Rose and a guy by the name of Reggie Miller, like right. Who, as I as I said, used to torture the Knicks. Like, oh man. But number three, man, I got I got the lead up to his first retirement because at the time when it went down, it was kind of a hair scratcher moment. But when you, it was when you when they they gave context to everything that was happening at the time of his retirement and even the year prior, it, it made more sense. It made yeah. more sense. Because you know, that's when the Sam Smith book dropped, right? Yeah, the Sam Smith book had dropped. Oh, yeah. There was tension between him and Horace Grant. You know, and more importantly, his father getting killed. So it's like when he said, yeah, I, I could sleep knowing that my father watched my last basketball game. Like, then it, it kind of made sense. Yeah. Kind of made sense. Yeah. So I, I appreciate I, I, them framing his first retirement with all that historical context because at the time it went down i was just like man why is mike walking away and that conversation that he had uh with 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 amar rashad on the way to the stadium when that episode was going off leading up to the retirement i thought that was interesting because he basically was saying it right there in the car that this was it like i'm not coming back i'm about to retire like that was that 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 little you know part was amazing too all right uh number two man i just i just enjoyed the highlighting of mike's competitiveness this is the thing that makes him the goat that like he it really bothers him to not win you know he would mm-hmm. have a conversation in his head to get an edge on somebody oh george carl you ain't gonna talk to me in the restaurant all right i got it <laughs> that was hilarious i got oh uh, y'all wanna y'all wanna talk about how bj armstrong uh, 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 took me out. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm gonna sit here. And he pulled a bat out I'm on that one. He pulled a bat out. Bite down on my cigar. <laughs> and, 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 and and another thing too, how how I didn't know Mike was a smoking back then like that. I thought maybe Mike just smoked in the off season when he was celebrating his championship. I didn't know he smoked throughout the year and was still Man. torturing cats on the court. He was smoke. He was smoking like that chick from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Uh, what? Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> Catherine Hepburn. He just smoke. He was smoking it up, man. And then my number one moment, man. Of course, the victory over the Pistons. Oh man, dude, man, I felt all those episodes. I got to, just just to be able to relive that, man. I hated the Pistons, man. Oh, Shout out to God, Horace Grant for the for the quote of that, of that episode. That's that's straight up Damn. what they were what they were, man. And then all this revisionist history that Isaiah gonna do, man. Like, oh, if I had known, you know, I would I would have, you know, I would have changed up. It's like, nah, man. You were you and Bill Lambier, you and Bill Lambier talked about it before y'all did. It. Yep, yep. You know, and then it all was this, all, like yeah, like it was on camera. I, it shouldn't have kept me. You know, it's sad if that's what kept me off the uh, dream team. It's like, look, Scotty said he didn't want to play with you. Charles Barkley said he didn't want to play with you. Magic said nope. he didn't want to play with you because you was telling people he nope. was gay, and that's how he caught AIDS. Carl Malone said he didn't want to play with you because you busted his head open once on the court. 
No, it wasn't just Mike. Yeah. It wasn't just Mike. Malone got him back for that, by the way, too. But yeah, I, I remember that. I remember all of that. Like it, it was, like that. That was not all on Mike. That was not all on Mike. And Chuck Daly was the coach. Yeah, he could have. And for Chuck, he, he could have went to basketball, or they could have went with a different coach. Yeah, Chuck. Chuck could have reasoned with with all the players, but for Chuck not to even reason with the rest of the players says a lot about probably how Chuck felt about Isaiah Thomas all along. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. Because he's dead. So, you know, we can't get that side of the story. But, come on, man. I, Isaiah, he was a bunch of baloney in that series. I, I, and all that extra stuff, that all those extra interviews he was trying to do on first take. And, and I, I'm like, man, dude, talking about, oh, well, Mike didn't win in the 80s until the... Uh, you know he couldn't beat the the, the juggernauts in the eighties. Like, like, come on, man. Well, come he beat he beat you. You know he beat you. <laughs> he beat you. He swept you. He swept you. <laughs> and I also liked I, I also liked how in relation to uh, that in good list by the way, um, Pippin's Pippin's progression from a boy to a man when it came to dealing with the Pistons. I thought that was highlighted well too in the doc. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Let me let me ask you a question. A lot of people are saying this is the best documentary they've ever seen. Do you agree? Hmm. Um, do you think that's a, that's a bit of a overrated sports play? documentary? I I would say sports documentary. I would have to say yes. Documentary as a whole, no. Okay, okay, fair enough. I would say the same thing. Um, Best sports documentary, yes, because I got so much of it and I was the subject matter I was really into. It's like those 30 for 30s are really good, but very rarely just it covers something that I like I'm I'm super duper interested in or a fan of. <clears throat> but I mean best documentary ever. Whoever's saying that just ain't watched a, a, a lot of documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, it, it's not better. Nah. It's not better than Kim Burns' jazz. It's like mm-hmm. It's just not. Yeah, it, it, that'd be a nice episode to to talk about in in a future uh, season six. Is maybe like break down some of the best documentaries we've seen personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm gonna get into my top five. I got uh, Rodman goes to Vegas. Uh, I love that story. <laughs> I love Rodman Goes to Vegas. I love the exchange of the, and, and I love the director. I don't know if you've seen the director's interviews um, with Jalen and Jacoby. Yeah, man. I yeah. really like the director. He's, 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 man, they, he was perfect to put this documentary together. Absolutely. Man. You know, he's, uh, a, you know, he's a former Grantland guy. Oh, he is. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, he got respect for the culture. That's why I like him. Um, but yeah, he, I, I, I really like, how he would pass the, the the tablet and the phone, man. That was an excellent addition to the series. Yes, dude. It, that it made like, so many great memes. That was like breaking the fourth wall, dude. Like, hey, let me, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what so-and-so said, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That was genius, man. That was genius. Hey, I heard they might be... This man gonna get a lot of awards for this documentary, man. But that Rodman goes to Vegas. That was great, man. Michael Jordan coming and get him out the uh, hotel room. That was that was genius, man. That was genius. And then on top of that, you know, I respect Phil more than anybody. Like this dude. I mean, they are in the middle of this '98 season. 
the Bulls are struggling. And here come Rodman telling Phil, hey, man, I need a vacation, man. I need two days. I, need, I, I just need to go to Vegas. I can't imagine telling my boss that. <laughs> Can I go to Vegas, man? Like, like, seriously? He's like, yeah, go ahead. Because Rodman needed that. Well, he needed that yeah, outlet. It's, it's know your personnel. Know your personnel. Yeah. And he knew Rodman was going to put in work once he got on the court. So that practice story when he came back um and they had like, like that that little race game in practice and they were saying how nobody could catch robin right after that him going out to vegas that was amazing too that was an amazing story uh up next that number two i got the little this i was i, I almost jumped out my seat when this got added to the documentary because i didn't think it was gonna get added but the LeBradford smith story <laughs> I went nuts when he put that in because it was, it, you know, BJ was the one that brought it up because it was when it was talking about BJ kind of losing his mind against the when he was playing for the Hornets when they won that one game. But uh, he brought up the LeBradford Smith story. And I was like, man, I'm so glad they put that in the documentary because a lot of people don't know about that story. It was a back to back. Mike, this, this dude dropped 37 on Mike. And well, not all the 37. If you go back and look at the highlights, Mike didn't take all those 37. He dropped in on a few others, but uh, Mike took it personal, man. And what nobody really talks about is even uh, Phil Jackson had threw fuel under the fire and basically uh, instigated the game too. And that's what really made Mike even more upset. And uh, it, it, I really appreciated them adding that to the doc. Up next, Jordan versus Burrell. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed him talking all that trash to Scott Burrell. I know everybody went in on Mike, talking about how terrible a teammate he is. The same people that's anointing Kobe as one of the greatest of all time. And that did the exact same thing Mike did in practice called, uh, what's his name? Was called, well, uh, was that Jeremy Lin? All types of uh, explicitives and now Mike is the worst teammate ever. Like, come hey on, man, times a, kill that, kill time, that, kill times that. Times are different now, man. People are more sensitive. Cause like I was hearing, oh I was God. hearing like, yeah, Mike calling in all, all kinds, all kinds of names, and I'm calling in out their name, and I'm thinking like, what? I'm looking at the footage. I'm like, what is he saying? That's so, this is so drastic. This is stuff we say. Yeah. This is stuff we said to each other on the basketball court. I've been called that on the basketball court in the hood playing pickup games. So what? That's what makes you who you are. It builds character, man. If 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 you if you let that stuff get in your head, man, it, it's you're done. You're done. So yeah. yes, people gonna call you all sorts of stuff, man. Like get over it. Like we live in a we live in a um, just an overly sensitive era, man. Up next, I got Jerry Krause's rant oh. at Craig Sager at the beginning of episode three. <laughs> And, yeah. and the guy when when Jerry he calls just storms him off. Out, the guy says, "Way to go, Way Craig!" To go, Craig. <laughs> it was like there's no backstabbing going on Dude, here. I'm I, surprised you would even ask that. Right? Like, shut up, shut up, Jerry Krause. <laughs> Dude, it was it was nothing wrong with the question that that that, that Craig Sager asked him. You know, like I, I don't. <laughs> Anyway, and uh, you took my last one, uh, Indiana Pacers. I had that in my top five, but I do have an honorable mention. 
and that is Ron Harper's two cents when it came to Craig Hilo guarding Michael yeah. Jordan on that last shot. <laughs> he was like, and I went up to who got in. He's like, who got MJ? He's like, Elo. I what? Elo? Yeah, okay. Forget this bologna sandwich. <laughs> That's the ESPN2 version. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing how many games turn out the way they turn out because of bad coaching decisions. Bad coaching, man. Bad coaching. And uh, Craig Elo actually came out after that episode and, and said he was shocked by Ron Harper's comments and said that Ron Harper really didn't talk about defense at all while they were playing. He said he don't even remember that exchange. And he said that Lenny Wilkins was trying to reserve him more on well, the how- offensive end, which I, I have a problem with that statement because right. the Bulls were the how, last how team that, to have the ball. Po- right, so, possible with so, so little time left on the clock. Exactly. What do you mean for offensive purposes? This man played, you know, Michael Jordan said it himself in the documentary that Ron Harper guards him the best. Why would I mean, and Craig Elo, honestly, like, I mean, I don't know what his, what his, what he measures in at, but like, he looks a lot shorter than Jordan. Yeah, I I think he's 6'4", 6'5", if I'm not mistaken. I have to look up his height. I would have to look up his, uh, I would have to look up his height. But, but yeah, man, like Craig Elo, I'm sorry. I can't agree with you on that. Yeah. Lenny Wilkins made a bad decision. (laughs) Plain and simple. So my question to you is, has this documentary finally put an end to the go debate debate to begin with with me? So like, I I am glad that with some of these younger kids, they're starting to look at it and, and, and look back at the footage and the accomplishments and be like, oh, I never knew, you know, like, I guess, I guess Jordan is the GOAT. Like, I'm, I'm happy for that because it's a lot of NBA players who have come out and said, oh, I didn't know all of this, you know. Yeah, Mike, Mike is the GOAT. Right. But it was never, it was never no debate in, in my head. Like, I, I'm, I don't know if we're going to get to this uh, later on, but I, that's why I didn't trip over what Paul Pierce said. Actually, that was the next uh, right under that. But I, I, I wasn't tripping on what Paul Pierce said either. So, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It, it, it just solidified it for me. Like, you know, man, everybody want to text me all of a sudden. <laughs> I, I looked that up. Oh, is he? Okay. Uh, Elo okay. is. He, did, he didn't look it. Actually. Yeah. No, he didn't look it, but he is 6'6". So, yeah, man, I think it's, uh, it's the group chat, man. It's blowing man, up. Turn my, my notifications off. Niggas laughing at everything. Shouts out to Victor, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Paul Pierce, man. I, I agree with Paul it was, Pierce. It was top, uh, top five, team, right? man. It's his top 10, man. You can't get mad at the man's top 10. He he said LeBron's not in his top five. He's in his top 10, That's but he's fine. not even six I'm a, I'm or a seven. Are we, are, so are we switching gears? We're going to talk about and it. And I'm like... All right, let's talk about it. So who was in his top 10? Yeah, Do you have yeah. It? I'm about to pull it up now, but I thought Game of Zones' uh, <laughs> version of this yeah. is hilarious. They made, they made him the GOAT. <laughs> and Michael Jordan standing up clapping for him. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, man, I cannot okay, find well, no, it I, I as of now. It. This is what I wanted to say on that. 
I'm totally fine with Paul Pierce's top five. Okay, because LeBron, truth be told, when I when I wrote down my top five, LeBron ain't in there. He ain't in my top five either. I think two is too high for him. I think two mm-hmm. is too high for him. So who, here, here's two is way too high. My top top. I actually wrote down my top six actually. MJ, Kobe, Duncan, Kareem, Magic, Russell. Mm. Do have I, I like that. Can't count? argue with that. All these dudes have more rings than LeBron. <laughs> And they did it with, with, with less skilled teammates. Mm-hmm. MJ six. Mm-hmm. MJ six. Kobe five. Tim Duncan. Duncan. Five, Kareem five. You can... Oh, and, and let's not forget the championships Kareem and MJ won in college. Magic five. Bill Russell eleven. It's like have people forget how to count? Last I checked, eleven was more than three. And I'm not one of those people that's what? like, oh yeah, ring trumps everything. But like, it, yeah, it should count for something when when you are the face of the league. I'm all about stains on resumes. When there's yeah. a stain on your resume, you how things. much does it stand out? <laughs> he, LeBron got too many stains he got more on his stains resume than Paul for Pierce. me to put him in a top five. Yeah. I mean, dude, like Tim Duncan, you can make the argument. Tim Duncan almost had a near perfect career. If you could, uh, He had that one season where they was a ranked number one. They lost to the Grizzlies as a number eight seed. That's the only thing that you could really point out as a low mo- low moment in Tim Duncan's career. Other than that, the man had a great career. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, where's the stains on his resume? Where's the stains on Magic's resume? Except Tragic Magic, and he got rid of that instantly by winning three Hakeem more Elijah three more championships. He just got old. Hakeem Olajuwon. I don't even count. Yeah, he just got old, and I don't even count the finals that he lost to to the Celtics because he was in the second. I think he was in the second year in the league, and he wasn't even a go to guy on that team. It was Ralph Sampson. So, like, <laughs> you know, Matt, uh, uh, Bill Russell. Oh my goodness! I, I mean, where are the stains on his his resume? This man won a championship as a coach, a player coach. So, like. Now, now here, LeBron just got too many stains for me, man. Here's the thing for me to put him in the top five. Okay, I hate it when 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 go conversations come up or they're talking about a player's greatness or whoever the hot topic is, and I hear these these NBA players and ex NBA players they come out with the same old script. Unless you played the game of basketball or coached the game of basketball on a professional level, I don't want to hear what you got to say. I don't want to hear your opinion. But here's the thing, ex-players and players, they are the most biased commentators ever. And the networks grab them because they know they're yes. biased. Okay? So like, yep. like, if somebody comes out and they say something that you don't agree with, why are you acting shocked? Y'all forget Paul Pierce did battle with LeBron James. So for him to just be, for a Celtic to give a Laker props, it's just certain things you don't do. If, if you are, if you are, if you a GD, you don't, yeah. you don't walk up in the, uh, you know, where it's all, it's all well, you know, wilding out. If you all well, you ain't going to go up to Jeffrey Manor wilding out. You know, it, it's certain things you just don't do. And I, right. I this generation just, just doesn't get that. Paul Pierce is a lifetime Celtic. Yeah, he had that one year with the Nets and the Clippers, but like he is a light lifer of a Celtic. So he's not going to give props to uh, a, a Laker like that, an active 
he might give props right. to Kobe because he's past right. and everything. I get that. But like, yeah. So what? Yeah, he didn't. But, and see, you know who else is super biased as far as ex players? Kendrick Perkins, Richard Jefferson, Kendrick Perkins, very Jay Williams, very biased. Yeah. Kevin Garnett is pretty fair. Yep. But it, it, he's still on some Crips and Blood stuff with, with LeBron, and it come and it come. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know that because he he snapped on Roz Gold like not not Roz Gold. Who did he snap on? Yeah, he snapped on Roz Gold that one year about Mike being the goat. Oh, he went off on Roz. It's, I mean, he just went on a rant like you know talking about Mike's worth ethic and what he had to go through with the Pistons and everything. And it's like you know like he basically shut down the goat conversation in the, on his Area Twenty One show because it was Roz Gold. It was, I think, Jamel Hill was on that episode too, and Kevin Garnett just mm-hmm. went ballistic. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, but, was, but, it, but, it was, you it know, was intense. Shaq is biased, you know. what I'm saying he he's a little more objective. Shaq, Shaq yeah, still he, said he, Mike he's is a the goat. More though. objective. Charles Barkley is for the most part okay, but even he shows some bias sometimes. Because remember, he 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 hates. He hates like jump shooting teams. He was the first one to come out and say the Warriors will never win a win a champion. Oh, and then big he time. had to eat his words. He still takes shots. He yeah. plays hard. The, the the most the most fair ex player yep. who does commentary, I would say, is probably Kenny Smith and Jalen Rose. Yep. But that's yep. the story. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Ex players are just gonna have their own bias. You know, Kendrick Perkins, man, it's like him. And Richard Jefferson and Jay Williams and a couple other people—they got together and they were the, and they decided, oh, we just say we just gonna hate on Steph Curry. We ain't we ain't never gonna give him props for nothing. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Like, no. And they they they, they, they hate him, man. Like, yeah, they yeah. just they won't give him credit for nothing. But you know, you know who's the ringmaster uh, in all of this? Is Rachel Nichols? I, I think she's just. I think it's Rachel Nichols. Network. That's what I think. I, she she appears to have no real basketball knowledge, in my opinion. I mean, she's just a LeBron. Uh, everything you know, she everything LeBron does, she will dedicate an entire hour to defending him. She's, she's not even as bad. And it's like, Nick Wright, come on, like really? Yeah, now Nick Wright is worse. He Nick, was Nick, that, Nick and Shannon Sharp. They saying, they they, I don't even LeBron listen to those guys Mike like four years ago. Yeah, I remember that. There's an interesting video though of someone put someone put this video together. Whoever put it together is a genius, man. He literally was studying undisputed, <laughs> and he was catching. Um, he basically like recorded all of those conversations that he's that Shannon had with Skip about Mike not being a goat, or and it's it just. Like from when the show started to what it is now, and bro, it was crazy. He went from saying Mike is number one, LeBron is a close second, to LeBron's catching up after, and then he went from in 2016 when they when they won a championship against Golden State, he said that LeBron was the goat, and then. Something happened. I think the next year when they lost to Golden to, to, to Golden State and Kevin Durant, Danny was like, "Well, LeBron's not the goat. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the goat. Then LeBron. Then Michael. It, it was it, it 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 was 
dude, the way this man put the video together, it was hilarious. Like how Shannon contradicts himself even when defending <laughs> the math don't add up. The math don't add up. The stains on his resume are terrible nah. stains. Um, I'm no, I'll never forgive him for yeah. for, for the debacle in Dallas. <laughs> Can he stop Jason Terry? JJ Barea. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But we ain't gonna waste too much time on on on, on, on this. Uh, we both agree. Paul Pierce, you know. Hey, it's his list, man. Let his list be his list, man. We ain't we ain't got a trip on that. But before we uh, get to our next segment, yes, we're gonna get yes, uh, a commercial yes. break. Going. Take a commercial break. Chicago's original submarine, Mister Submarine. This is one six foot. I can't handle one on one. Ladies, let's have a party. Choose from Mr. Submarine's great lineup of your favorite subs. Mr. Submarine's king size sub, a regular sub piled high with your favorite meats and cheeses. For the best tasting meal around, Mr. Submarine is the real stuff. All right, we back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we're going to do a special this face for you guys. And uh, we're we going to talk about picnics, man. We're going to talk about picnic food. Like. Well, we do it. I, I, I can roll with whatever. It's your show. I can you, roll with whatever. mentioned the whole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, I mean, I, we jumped to this face, and we'll do the Zoom right after the this face. But uh, I just wanted to get into it. Hey, I, hey, man. I'm, I'm hungry, I, I, so I, I want to hear what you got to say about this. After the 90-day silence that Elijah Muhammad put on him, man, I got so much to say. I got so much to say. All right. So, so well, yeah, like, well, kick it off for us. Kick it off. We're doing a special, special congregation picnic playlist. All the summary gems that you hear at the cookout. We're putting together, we're putting together two playlists for the listeners. Be sure to check those out. We're going to post that with the episode. Check those out. Not going to be disappointed. But let's get to this food. All right. Special guests. Two, too, two special guests. Special guests, but we'll leave that as a surprise. Two actually, two special guests. All right, yeah, so I got the yeah. good, and I got the bad when it comes to congregation picnic food and dishes. All right, on the good side, we got ribs. Ribs are the ambrosia of meat. All right, you can you you can you can overcook them and they still taste good. Okay, as long as you got that sauce on them, yeah, man. Ribs are the are the reason. I confess, man, I can never I can never get down with the brothers at at, at the mosque because you know I couldn't put down the ribs, man. <laughs> the ribs got me worse than the All right, ribs. Ribs is the best food. It's a little pricey, but if you got the right person cooking them, in, they're good. That's a, hey. That's how you know Adam was never black. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know All the right. rest of that Next joke, one, man. Potato salad, man. When done right, potato salad is an excellent congregation picnic dish. You get the celery and the onions in there, nice and crisp. Keep the ice cold. Hey man, hey, Ugh. hey, hey, Rodney. Save me. You ain't had. You ain't. You ain't. You ain't. Yeah. Come tell me. You. You. You haven't. You. You. You eating potato salad prepared by people who ain't up on their on their culinary skills, man. Hey man, I just don't. I don't know, man. I. I haven't. I haven't bumped into Next one that up, I love. I, dogs, I just haven't. Okay. Hot dogs, the easiest food to serve up. You got a bunch of kids at the congregation picnic. Throw a couple hot dogs on they. Throw a couple hot dogs on they plate. They, 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 they don't take long to cook. They cheat. Okay. Throw a little ketchup mustard on there. You good to go. 
you are good to go. Hot dogs is the easiest food to cook. Hugs juices. Yeah. yeah. Hugs juices. Got 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 them on the list for the for the nice. kids. Cause see, I, I didn't know this how I became a parent, man. Kids don't never finish a whole pot. They 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 take a couple of sips no, they and they don't. sit it down. Next thing you know, yellow jackets is all in it. <laughs> Give them a hug juice. It's, it's Tan way it less fluid. They can finish those. Next up, pop. Gotta have pop. Gotta have pop. Cans of wildwood. Cans of wildwood. Got to. Plenty of it. All right. They they the cheapest and they got the most flavor. All right. Next up, chicken. Every every picnic gotta have chicken. I don't care how it's prepared. Barbecue, fried, baked, broiled. Gotta have chicken, man. It's it's. It's very hard to. It's a very hard. Don't matter. To screw up. Yes, smoked it is. chicken is underrated. Love yes, smoked it is. Under, I uh, love next smoked up, chicken. I got fruit salad. Now, fruit salad is a. It's an underrated okay. dessert. Fruit salad is underrated. Keep it cold and you gotta keep it covered. Okay. Otherwise, you are gonna have yellow. That's always your potato salad. I mean, your your fruit salad. <laughs> gotta keep it cold and keep yes. it covered. Last up, I got yams. And I'm not talking about the yams, Brother Sanders be eyeballing at the picnic. <laughs> Man, you gotta have some good yams prepared by an old sister, a 70-year-old sister at a congregation picnic with the marshmallows on it. Oh, man. It's heaven, dude. Yeah, it's oh, heaven. yeah. I ain't playing no softball after I eat some good yams. I'm like, man, I'm gonna sit up under the shade real quick. <laughs> right. Y'all wanna play some Fall checkers? Right I can play some checkers. Y'all wanna play some Uno? I gotta walk off these yams. Right. All right, now on the batting, bad congregation picnic dishes, man, bad ideas. Coleslaw, man, I have never had, I'm not a big coleslaw fan anyway, but I've never had it at the picnic prepared. I had a lot of different coleslaws, and it's just, ugh, it's, it's like, it, be, it gets lukewarm once you leave it out in the sun, you know, it starts t- turning watery, and it don't really fill you up either, like, that's the other thing. No, it don't. No, I don't. It, coleslaw is the worst. I'm, I've never been a big you fan know, of coleslaw. Um, next up, stop bringing greens to the picnic, man. You know, greens are a okay, a okay dish, dry. depending we on who's making them. But unless it's my mom making them, I don't want to have no greens at the picnic, man. And they, they, they super, they're always super watery. So the green juice be running all over your plate, getting in your ribs, getting in your burger. Getting in the getting in the yams. Nah, that is getting in the yams, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Next up, who keeps bringing corn to the picnic, man? <laughs> corn, that corn on the cob, man. Come on, man. That's that. It's messy. You know what I'm saying? Corn get all in your teeth. Yeah, you 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 ain't got no access to no dental floss. You running out to the car to pick corn out your teeth, man. Stop bringing mm-hmm. corn to the picnic. Next up, man. Who keeps bringing lasagna and mozzarella to the picnic? Mm. I have nothing I, I, against And it get cold quick. But it's not an outside dish. That's something to eat when you're inside at a table with a bottle of wine. That's it get cold quick to me, man. Even at like, even at like, uh, you know, gathering, not, not gatherings, like wedding receptions and stuff. Mozzarella is always like that dish that's included and it's always cold and you know you yeah. gotta eat it like as soon as you get it uh next up man salad salad is whack okay at the picnic first of all it take up way too much space on your plate okay and i got the same problem with salad i got with green yeah you put you put a little uh uh salad dressing on it on top yeah 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 thousand french, islands 
that game messed up. Ranch style, no, I don't mess with ranch. I don't mess with ranch. And, and it's running all over your plate now. You got you got salad dressing all over your plate, getting in y'all the food. And it don't, it don't, more importantly, it don't fill you up. It fill up your plate, but it don't fill you up. All right. Next up. I felt a little right, unfair putting right. this on the list. This this might be a, 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 you know a little unfair. Burgers, man. I, I know they are a good standby at the picnic. They definitely fill you up and they're easy to serve up. But unless I got tomato and lettuce and onion and pickles to go on to the burger. It's just not worth eating to me. I just, uh, I just feel like with burgers, like yeah, you right. You, it takes more time to prepare them. You, 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 you know, feel. I feel like at at picnics, you want to just grab and go. You don't want to have to stop and decorate and put, you know, a little bowl on the top. Yeah. You, you want to yeah. just get right in. And, and and burgers, you know, being there, like I would. This is what I would do if I just get a burger at a picnic. I just slap barbecue sauce on it and just call it a day and you know because i don't have the patience to, yeah burgers to decorate should be made with love at a it picnic. shouldn't be mass produced at the congregation picnic <laughs> all right last up last <laughs> up on the bad list those platters with the crackers and the cheese and the meat on them why do i see one of those at every picnic nobody eats it who keeps bringing that <laughs> Why would, I, why would I eat crackers and cheese and meat when I got ribs <laughs> on the grill and, 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 and burgers and, and, and mac and no. cheese and real stuff to eat? And then the top, mm -mm. somehow no. the plastic top always gets, gets comes off and it's always blowing in the wind. You know, some 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 poor sister got to run, got to run to go catch the top that's blowing in the wind and then put it back on the platter. No. Yeah, you see no, one of those I'm at good. every congregation picnic. Who keeps nope. bringing these? an office no, party no i see them all the time i see them all the time yeah, i look are, at them right I, I keep it moving like all right what else y'all got <laughs> all right man that's it man that's it those are the yeah. those are the good dishes in my humble opinion that's those it are the bad dishes. cool cool that's a good list i'm gonna throw some honorable mentions in there i love polishes man i throw i throw polishes on the grill I usually throw Italian sausages and Bratwurst, man. I love it because I'm not a big hot dog guy, so I like to throw the, the Italian sausages, the Bratwurst, and the and the Polishes on there, man. It, I just feel like it fills you up better, and hot you links. know. So that's just a little honorable mention for me. And hot links, yep, hot links, definitely. I like those too, and uh, you know, rib tips if they done right, like. Don't be having these fatty ribs. No, man, tips, give me the whole rib, you know? man. I need the whole so, rib. <laughs> yeah, rib. Don't give me no tips, man. I need the whole rib. You can give me tips if you got some some links to go with it, but ain't nothing like getting the whole rib. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Cool, cool. So um, that's about it. That wraps up that segment. I, I, hey, you covered it pretty well, man. I, you, you, you didn't leave no stone unturned on that one. So uh, we're gonna get to these Zoom do's and don'ts, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh my God. Dude. So I got I got 10 Zoom commandments, man. I'm about to go in. Well, like, let's see how much time we got left. We got about we got a good at least 20 minutes left on the show. I'm about to go in, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number one, <laughs> if you're in the meeting, you're in the meeting. You shouldn't be you shouldn't be outside gardening. Right. You shouldn't be eating dinner. You shouldn't be cooking. You shouldn't be getting out the shower. You shouldn't be clipping or cleaning your nails. Just remember, we can see you. 
So if you're in the meeting, be in the meeting. Don't be trying to multitask. That's commandment one. All right. Commandment two. Make sure the camera angle is right. Okay. Especially if you have a part. I'm tired of these, these, these what I call crotch shots on Zoom. Have you seen these, Rodney? Wait, they got the phone sitting in their lap. Oh, we got a bunch crotch. of those. Yeah. You're looking up at them like they a giant. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you, you don't have a desk. Mm -hmm. you, don't have a, you don't have a, a counter, a kitchen top. You can, you can sit your phone on so we don't have to look all up at you like you a giant. Make sure the camera angle is right. Okay. Number three, make sure your lighting yes. is right. Okay. You shouldn't be looking like a demon, like <laughs> on your Zoom, on your Zoom camera, like enveloped in darkness. You know, this one brother, man, he, I don't know if he even knew what he was doing. He had his camera on himself in the, uh, one of our first Zoom meetings, man. It looked like he was in a coffin. <laughs> Turn the lights on, man. Turn the lights on. <laughs> Make sure the lighting is right. Number four, silence is golden. Do not do not be having a conversation. Yeah. Be yelling at your grandkids. Have, having all this noise bleeding through on the Zoom meeting. Your dog barking. You got your TV going. Uh, you because you watching the news during the meeting. That, that goes back to not 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 multitasking too. You got the radio on during the meeting. Now all that's bleeding through. You got you got the radio on. I'm hearing. Oh, why well, I gotta hear God. nigga lines? Uh, my pony. While I'm trying to listen to the meeting. <laughs> Man, one meeting, one meeting, we but had somebody had Seinfeld going in the background, what? laughing, audience laughing, and everything. We like, who is that? <laughs> the brother that's the host trying to find out who it is. He putting people oh, on mute. You got, you still got can't find it. You then whoever's making a noise, it just show up. You know, it was in the beginning. though. that was like in the beginning stages right. when we wasn't like as experienced yeah, but I'm with Zoom this, yet. So, and you know, it's, 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 right, it's particularly bad during the meeting for service. I got this one sister. It's like, yo, tell your grandkid to shut up. The boy is like 10 years old. Tell him I'm going to be on the meeting. Be quiet for the next 15 minutes. Like, I'm not. How, how hard is this? I'm trying to conduct the meeting for service. And I'm talking over right. a conversation between two other people. I hate that. And, and turn off your TV and radio. I shouldn't have to hear. Ride it. My saddle. Baby. My pony. <laughs> Genuine, all right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh, yeah i'm hearing crossroads and i shouldn't hear it like is this is this the mvp podcast all right number five number five this is for this is for brothers good plug who are in charge of of Hosting the meeting, they're over the sound apartment, whatever the case. This is for them. Please spread the responsibility of hosting. Stop, stop putting, stop putting the hosting duties in the yeah. hands of only a handful of elders who also have to give a part. Use the ministerial servants. Train some of these brothers who are reaching out. Right. But brothers, here's another. There's a flip side to this. Brothers, yep. please learn to adopt the tech. You can't do. You can't do yeah. things the way you've been doing them. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Adapt to adapt. the Adapt. Please adapt. Stop. Stop all of that. I don't know what I'm doing. My, <laughs> my fingers are too big to press the buttons. No. You know, I, just, I, just, I don't want to hit. You know, these computers, <coughs> I, just, I just don't like them. I just, I'm not going to do nothing. I'm just, I'm just, you know, just going to sit here and, and if you, if you, you use, and, and then here's my answer to those people. 
are you using VHSs anymore? Are you using CDs anymore? I, I mean, are we even using MP3s anymore? Like, everyone has a smart. You you got a smartphone. You adapt it to the smartphone. You can adapt uh-huh. to this. Hosting. It's not hard. I don't know nothing about no hosting. I just, you know, I just turn my camera on. My wife set it up. Oh, All right, dude. All right. All right. Have it your way. All right. Number six. Don't chat during the meeting. Because you can't send the way it's set up now. You oh, can't yeah. send private messages. So either text somebody separately, but don't send a chat during the meeting and they give a comment. Good, good comment, so and so. Good comment. <laughs> no. I don't need to see that scrolling up on the on the on the feed. You know, kill kill the chats, man. All right, number six. They can take that option off too if they want. Yeah, yeah, we just told friends save your, all your chats till after the meeting. All right, number seven. Um, this is really important, man. Don't call in at the last minute and then get mad with the brothers because you felt you were waiting too long, so you hung up. Meeting starts at seven thirty. Try to call in. Try to call in about seven twenty-six if possible. Nope. This is what you can do. I got a solution for that real quick. All you got to do is just, like you said, maybe you was about to say this, but just log in and keep yeah. your screen off. Put it on mute. Keep your screen off. And then when it gets close, you already in. Very, turn your screen back that's, on. That's turn very, your, that's you know, true. and, and get uh, Number eight. Stay in your lane. Don't speak out of turn. What do I, what do I mean by that? Brother so and so, we can't hear you. Brother so and so, we can't hear you. <laughs> or, or the brothers, can, 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 can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? What about now? Can you hear me now? Yes, look at comment. Give your comment. We running behind. Can you hear me now? Look, if we can't hear you, if we can't hear you, we'll let you know. Okay? And, and better yet, we've already explained. If your microphone is red with a line through it, then you're muted. When you let when your microphone is white, we can hear you. Stop asking if we can hear you. All right. Number nine. Kill the extravagant background. Okay. Man, Rodney, we tried to tell folks on the Cuban Links out, man, stop biting. Come from your own with this ish. You know what I mean? Stop biting. One brother, one brother come in with the with the with the smooth JW uh, broadcasting background. Now other brothers gotta bite. They gotta do a background. They gotta they gotta do the JW globe. And they 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 got the globe in the background. They looking like Thanos, you know, looking over the globe. <laughs> hey, me personally, I, I don't I don't really care for the background. I tried to experiment with it, but I don't like the way I you know it's kind of computerized. So if you turn a certain way, it's gonna yeah. you, you kind of gonna fade you into like that ghost, background. Like so I don't really like it. I don't really like it. All right. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Should have been number one to me. Presentation is key. What do Mm -hmm. I mean by that? Dress up any part of your body that's going to be seen in the camera. All right. Please. No weird screen names. Because we got to let you in. Who who is Peaches? Who is who is Sweet Cheeks? Who is who is Nasty Dog sixty nine? Spelled with a dollar sign. Nasty dog. <laughs> Come on, Ian. Please don't tell. Please, be, please don't tell me people log in with these names. Y-D-A-W-G 69. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> See, that's a cultural <laughs> thing. That's a cultural thing. That's cultural. 
that's cultural. Yeah, ain't going on over here, Burbank. We got the Troy. We got the Tiller Whiskeys <laughs> logging in. The we got the Zalmiskies <laughs> logging in. <laughs> right, the Stoyakovich. You know, we we ain't gotta we ain't gotta deal with all of that hood stuff. <laughs> hey, I got a I got a story. I don't have a top ten uh, Zoom because you covered everything that you know I had in mind, but I do have a story to share in regards to Zoom. <laughs> we had our CEO visit, and <laughs> it was a brother that who will remain nameless had the treasures from God's word part, and. I'm I'm the chairman, so I'm sitting there, and he's not you know not the best speaker in the world. So I was kind of like dozing off a little bit, kind of like into my notes and everything, seeing how I'm gonna put stuff together. But yeah, yeah, I'm still paying attention at the same time. And then the next thing you know, I look up at the clock, and I'm like, this dude is five minutes over. So I text the brother that's the host, like, hey, this man is five minutes over. What we gonna do? He was like, he's actually seven minutes over. I was like, so the so it was another brother that was a co-host. He was like, well, go on back to your screen, you know, open up your screen because when I'm the chairman, I close my screen. Um, and then um, when I'm, you know, because I gotta separate. To, oh, and that's another thing too. I want to add before I go even further, man, brothers. If you have parts, don't have your wives in the background. That's a that's a that's an honorable mention. Get your wives out the background. If you got a part, oh yeah, we you should be the only one on the screen. Let's get that out the way. All right, <laughs> it, it, trust me, it's been an issue. Um, and, and so <laughs> I get on my screen, and he's still talking. Now he about to get into another illustration. And remember, it was that part on. Remember that part where it had like four scriptures that you had to match with the term? He looked up all those scriptures, found illustrations for all those scriptures. And he was giving each one of them out. He literally was about to give a public discourse on the treasures from God's word. And so I get up there, put them on mute and right on cue. I come in. Thank you, brother such and such for handling that. Now we're going to get into our digging for spiritual gems. Brother such and such and cut it off. You know, my our circuit overseer almost had to cut his screen off because he was trying not to laugh. Him and his wife. <laughs> I called him after the meeting. He's in tears laughing. I can't believe you just did that. I can't believe you put that brother. Y'all zap my man. Don't come into Burbank going overtime on your parts. You're going to get zapped. Y'all zapped. said you're going to get zapped. <laughs> Dude, it was the law, and it turned out to be the long running joke all week. You know, immediately for field service, he's like, he even got up on stage when he gave his part at, at his house. He even gave his part at his house. He's like, man, I better be careful before I, I gotta make sure I watch my time, man. Rodney Wayne, he got the golden finger. He gonna put me on, he gonna about to zap me, make sure I, I don't go over, man. You can't go over up in Burbank. You can't go over in Burbank. Rodney don't play. He said, man, he said he was looking at the clock. He's like, man, he doing a good job on his part. But I'm look. he's like, I look down and I looked at my wife. I'm like, man, he doing a good job, but he going a little bit over. He said he turned around, looked at the screen. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> he didn't have and, 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 and Ian, he didn't have it on oh. gallery mode. Wow. So that's what made it even more wow. comic. Oh, 
that and that reminds me too. That that's a hilarious story, dude. Uh, yeah, but hey, you, you gotta you gotta cut it at some point. You gotta do what you gotta um, do. Shout gotta out to do what all you gotta brothers do. Brothers who have gone mad with power and making arbitrary arbitrary rules about Zoom meetings. Oh, I, 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 is that have, cultural too? We have an issue with well, and it ain't just us because I've been hearing this in other circuits in the city. Brothers who don't want to let this fellowship people in on the Zoom meeting. That's uh, yeah, that's a rule. That's, that's a man-made rule. rule, right? Okay, okay. I'm like, what? What's a man-made rule? We were meeting at the hall. Are you gonna stop them from coming in the building? Like, what? What's what's this about? Or brothers who brothers right. who don't want to let in Bible studies unless they personally know them. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want nobody looking at no. our sisters. It's like, like, huh? No. You don't want nobody no. looking at the sisters. As long as the sister, as long as the sister don't take her smartphone or her tablet, go outside to her front porch and point the camera to her address. She's she's she, no, she'll be fine. See, what that she'll is, be fine. That's what you be doing. You be scrolling through, looking at the sisters. So you don't want nobody else. <laughs> exactly. You know, you, that's what you think someone else is going to be on. But like, yo, come on, man. Take life's waters free, man. That's what the scriptures like, say. Take life's rules. waters free. You know, so our uh, meetings uh, should uh, be free. Uh, uh, you gotta have your camera on at all times. You know, it's not loving. It's not loving to have your camera off. You know that 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 shows that shows lack of respect, lack of self control. I'm like, okay, whatever. We here's the thing. Here's the thing. We have addressed the congregation in regards to visibly seeing everyone, but we not pushing it on the friends to. Yeah, no, you can't get into the meeting unless you're going to show your face. Everybody's not going to show their face on the screen. I mean, that's just the bottom line. We can't. That's their house. That's their home. It's their device. They can do. They have the freedom to do whatever they want. Like we can't, you know, enforce or or you know, be heavy on the friends about that. Oh, you know, we and, and if you're going to do that, if you're going to do that, be loving about it. Like, like, hey, you know. If you if you if you notice that somebody's in your field service group that don't really show themselves, maybe shoot them a personal text. Yeah, I miss seeing your say, face. Hey, man, I miss seeing you. You know, if if I miss seeing your face, if you know, can I can I you know, can you turn your screen on so I can say hi to you? You know, or whatever. You know, like for the next meeting or something like that. But don't put the yeah, on blast. You know, did that last night, man. We I'm, that's an off wax conversation, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he, and they need to stop. They need to stop that. But yeah, man, that that's that's a good that's a good list, man. These you know uh, these Zoom meetings, man. <laughs> it it be some interesting stuff going on. Yeah, we we, we go we gonna have you know, to do a part to each his own true Zoom stories. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I, I got I, more. I, I, I got more. That would have made brother, <laughs> brother break out in a in a in a in a, in a sweat. <laughs> We're, we're All right, back. cool, cool. So we uh, she know they can't. <laughs> he using that finger too. He's scrolling. He, hey, he's scrolling right. That finger be moving quick. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> I see the wind study. Oh, there she go. There she go. He, you know, they they. 
And you know they be at the, they be, they be at the Zoom meeting early, right? They be at Zoom meeting early. Don't say hi to nobody. Don't don't say hi to anybody else. But, but as soon as he see that, see sister, see see sister Williams, sister Williams study come out like. Oh hey 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 Keisha. <laughs> How you been? You, you, he the first you one saying hi. <laughs> She all the way on screen nine. All the friends like, oh, she here? Where's she at? <laughs> you need lots of wipes. I got lots of wipes. There she go right there. There she go right there. I'm already on screen nine, brothers. <laughs> he be that way. He, he be that way. Just looking at the call, the people that's calling in. He just looking, just waiting for the next person to go. Oh no, they ain't her. <laughs> Oh man! Yes, but uh, let's get to these awards, man. Let's get to these awards. Uh, I don't have a lot of awards this week, but I got one special award. But uh, man, Mil- Mil- Carton Award, you got man. anything for the whole NBA? Been on hiatus. I- yeah, all the sports. Period, man. It's been. Uh, you That's know. why I say, you know, whatever tough. The NBA, whatever they decide to do, I- I- I'm a watch, and I think so will a lot of other people. Um, <clears throat> I have a conspiracy theory that this COVID stuff might be the result of a conspiracy because right before it broke out, there was a rumor that was circulating that the GOAT, Lance Stevenson, was going to make his return to the NBA. Actually, we did talk about that on our last episode. And all of a sudden, this COVID stuff came out and the NBA canceled the season. That's because they knew, they knew Lance Stevenson still hating on Lance. If he wasn't in a Lakers uniform, yep. LeBron was not getting the ring this year. <laughs> I heard rumors that he was going to to the Clippers or something like that. Which hey, man, playing the championship parade now? That would have been nice. The goat is back. Yep. <laughs> you played yourself a war. I'm going. I'm giving my and and, and I don't want to spend too much time on this. Everybody knows the story. Mine's is going to. The police in Minnesota, you guys played yourself, man. Like that that he was horrific to watch. Uh it shook it shook me up completely because I live in Burbank, number one. So I know I'm always watching these police officers out here sideways. And it, it could be that could that could have been me, you know. So I, I'm I'm just I we ran out of shirts. We we don't need no more shirts. Yeah. We don't need no more hashtags, man. We running out like that. That's that's. It's that's like soon as this COVID like, stuff started dying down, all this this, this got to stop happening in the news, man. It's like it's like humanity just could not come together yeah. for even a brief moment, you know. To keep things nope. light, I'm nope. giving my uh, "You Played Yourself" award to uh, Rudy Gobert. Uh, it's 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 kind of overdue. He should have got it a couple months ago, but we all we all know the story there. So he he's getting my play yourself award. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. I, I got a bonus play yourself award too. Is Isaiah Thomas? We talked about that earlier <laughs> in the show, but you played yourself, Isaiah. So take this award. Uh, S is the Otis. I have the brothers who have been making arbitrary rules on Zoom. Actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ain't nobody coming to see you. Ain't nobody coming to see your wife. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's a good one. That's a good one. I don't have an Otis Award this week. Uh, I don't have no fragrance to spray on. But uh, I got a Cuddy Award for Michael Jordan, man, and how he did oh, Gary yeah. Payton. That's one of the things that uh, we didn't talk about, uh, him laughing at Gary Payton. And uh, did you hear Gary Payton's uh, comments no, after the video? Gary, Gary said he did get mad at first, but then after watching it, he did respect the fact that Michael Jordan did give him some props. And so that's the that was the part that that kind of helped him get over that. But uh, I got to give man that when Mike laughed at Gary Payton, <laughs> that turned into one of the biggest memes like. That was great. That was great. I la- I I laughed super hard when he said that. I mean, he, I just kept on grabbing him and beating him and grabbing him and beating him. <laughs> He's like, "What?" <laughs> oh, we all we all knew the Bulls let y'all win those two games in Seattle so cuz Mike wanted to come back to the crib and win that championship. That's come on, man. Had nothing to do oh, with yeah. Gary Payton's oh, yeah. defense. <clears throat> yeah. They let yeah, they let they foot up. <clears throat> they was up three zip. Yeah, that's all they did. That's all they did. Oh, my Cuddy Award. Uh, sorry, my it's Cuddy Award. A shame Award. I'm sorry, my, my Cuddy Award. Oh, far, sorry, Paul sorry. Pierce Go ahead. For his top 10 and sticking to his gun. <laughs> I mean, it's really not. It, it, yes. You know, I don't have it in yes. front of me, but it was really not a bad top five. Like, it's like, who do you, who do you match no, out and replace LeBron with? You know, replace, re- replace with LeBron. Like, come on, man. Come on, people need to stop that. Yeah, I like I liked his I liked his uh I liked his list. I thought he had a legit list. You know, you can make an argument for how LeBron, you know, the six through ten, you can make an argument of where he had him at, you know, because he had him at number eight. So, you know, you can debate that part. I, I debate that part. But other than that, the five, I can't debate I can't debate the five. The five yeah. is interchangeable. You know? So it, it, it is what it is and then like i said earlier in the show too many stains on his resume uh it's a shame award it's a shame Got anything Smith. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he lands somewhere in the gutter with flip right now oh man dude dude lebrad first of all to have an la <laughs> yeah. In front of Bradford, like why? Why couldn't it just be Bradford Smith? Why has it got to be like name Love Bradford? Like, like your like your mom wanted a girl, but she was mad because you know she getting a boy, so she but she still wanted to get her point across. So she's like, all right, I just name a Love Bradford. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I man, that that was that was horrible. That that was. That was horrible how he did that, man. Uh, it's a shame <laughs> what happened to Craig Hodges. Hey, man, Craig, Craig Hodges was fighting the fight, man. It, it, the league wasn't ready for that. The problem with Craig Hodges is you have to at least talk. Like, if you want to do that, you want to wear a dashiki to the White House, you want to write the president how you feel about the country. And the, the state that the country is in and how he treats black people because this was this was in the midst of all the Rodney King stuff and it's like talk to Mike talk talk to the teammates hey yo I'm about to do this who with me don't just show up with the team in a dashiki and then you write a, a, a letter to the president that none of the other teammates knew about and 
you expect Mike to just jump on board after winning the championship and about to go play for USA. Yeah, well, the the, the, shaky, the, the shaky thing, I'm not even, like, I can't even get mad at come him on, man. because, you know, he, he, hey, he, he's free to wear whatever he, he, he want to wear. Like, it was, it was, right, what, I had no problem I with that. caught everybody off guard was when game one of the finals where he did, he wanted Magic and Mike to sit out and not play or something, but he didn't tell them until they were at the stadium. Yeah, yeah. I remember that it's too. Like, come, I forgot about like, that part. What, what was that gonna? What was that gonna do? You know what I mean? And I understand, like you know, you, you want to bring a lot of eyeballs to it to the issue, but um, I mean, you didn't even get mentioned in the documentary at all. Yeah, at all. I thought they were gonna yeah. address that issue. They didn't, which shows you. Mike stand on Craig Hodges, like you know, I mean, definitely. this ain't the first time Craig and beef with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So, you know, it is what it is, man. I enjoyed the documentary. You know, for all those you know people out there that siding with Horace Grant, who's salty about the documentary, it is what it is. Grant a traitor. Yeah, because then know, we all know it what he did. Gordon. It was like and Gordon retired. He was getting into it with Scotty. He was getting into it with Scotty, and then yeah, and then he you left know, and went so, to the Magic. Yeah, man, screw him. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that said, that will wrap up our show real quick, real quick today. Before we, man, before we get dude, out of here, dude, one this was last nice. Special shout out. I want to send a shout out to my homeboy Demarco Glover. He's getting married tomorrow. Oh yes. Yeah, oh, how could I forget? And his yeah. lovely fiance. I, dude, her name is escaping me right now. Right? What? What is her? Arube, okay. Arube, Arube. Congratulations to Demarco yeah. and Arube. You know, hey man, COVID can't stop love, man. They gonna do this. They they gonna do the Zoom meeting tomorrow. This sure Friday, can. I'm definitely gonna tune in. I, I wish we could have done a Zoom hangout or something before, but it is what it is. Oh, I'm actually hosting that, uh, so I'll be letting you in. I'll oh, be letting oh, you in. Word, I'll be word. at the front door on Zoom, man. I'll That's be uh, admitting you up. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, <laughs> let, 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 let me let me do that with the bottles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I got so you. Congratulations I got you. to him, Definitely. man. I'm extremely, extremely yeah. happy for him. I'm proud of him. Also, I got a special, uh, I got a special shout out. I almost forgot to do this in wake of all the barber talk we were men- you know, mentioning earlier. A shout out to those customers that have sent me contributions, uh, knowing that I'm not working because if I don't work, I don't make money. Yeah, I'm, and they and they know that I'm getting unemployment, but they still are just sending me. Uh, you know, quick pays or, or Zales, you know, not even asking me to cut their hair. They just want to see how I'm doing through this COVID. Like, shouts out to those guys, man. I, I ain't got to say your names, but y'all know who y'all are. Appreciate it. Uh, you know, I, I definitely make sure I take care of y'all once I'm coming back. That's what's up, man? To, uh, That's what's cutting up. Hair. Shout out to those dudes, man. I, hey, hey, Rod, I would send you something, man, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm getting used to saving money now, so. <laughs> I'm like, man, I got, I got a little good. more it's money in my bank account. You ain't got to. Like, you ain't got to. Because I ain't been, been going out getting a haircut. <laughs> I, I kind of like this. And, and, oh, and one more thing, man. My anniversary is next week, so I will not be able to do a show next week. Probably won't be able to do vibes and stuff with you, but my hey, anniversary is next be, week. So. Congratulations. 14, bro. man. I, You're I 14. On the, on the 19th. Yeah, oh, congratulations of, to you, person. man. You, are you going to be able to hop on uh, Monday for our Chicago episode, our Chicago hip-hop episode? Oh, that's when we're going <laughs> to be celebrating. 
So I'm not going to make it. I'm so mad about that too, man. I want to get in on that Chicago episode. I got some, I got some stories, man. Oh man. <laughs> I, I, I was hurt when I saw that. When I, when I, when you sent that to the group, I'm like, dang, yeah. Oh, you wouldn't do this on my anniversary week. It's all good though. I, if you want me to send a yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, some, I'm some, always some artists. Yep, yep. I can. Oh, and I will, oh, one more t- thing too. I will say this. Hey, thanks for checking out the Quite Delicious oh, album. Man. I know you get a kick out of that one. <laughs> homie, homie was struggling, man. <laughs> he's a he is the underground. He's the Ooh, Tim it's Duncan like you of went underground. The underground rapper checklist. <laughs> I mean, some of them was rhymes that, like, I kid you not, I wrote when I was probably, like, 14, 15, man. Oh, man. Oh, man, dude. <laughs> if you want to learn how to, if you if you have trouble with, with rhymes and you want to be an MC of the future, you right. want to learn what not to do, right. <laughs> go listen to that <laughs> But the reason why I pumped that out, the reason why I plugged that album in was because, uh, you know, Jay, it was kind of like Jay Dilla. More was Jay, it was more Jay Dilla's Jay Dilla's production that I enjoyed more than anything. And it wasn't enough. <laughs> but I will say it, the, the reason why it, it was one of those things where, you know, I when Salon Village came out and, you know, fan, I, I was so in love with Fantastic Volume 2. I was so in love with Jay Dilla's production and finding out some of the songs he had a hand in when I was backtracking on other older hip hop albums. And I was like, man, I got to a point where I was like, man, I got to get my hands on anything with his production. And that was one of those albums that I got my hands on. And the rapping, I was like, uh, man, if I could find the <laughs> instrumentals of some of these, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find them to save my life. <laughs> but man, it it's good it to is, be man. back. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So uh hey, enjoy yes. the tracks at the end. We got a special enjoy the special guests too. Enjoy this list. And uh take take heat Absolutely. to these zooms. Check out this Santana. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.